Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Two Mike. It's me, your boy, your guy, Mr. Kevin. I'll do that again. Your boy, your guy, your husband, your, your boyfriend. So, Mr. Kabingu. And um, today's episode, I'm joined by Titus Mago. It's uh, one of those late night episodes. And um, it's about personal development. And uh, in this episode, episode we get a bit personal. We might go a bit deep. Um, so I hope you stay on. Maybe you learn a thing or two. And thank you for listening. Childhood trauma is a big thing because it's like the things you are taught when you are a kid. They're usually the hardest thing to get out of your head when you're an adult. Okay, there's there's an analogy that was given. There's um, this lady who used to cook fish for her family and she used to cut the head and the tail off before she puts it in a pan. And one day her kid asked her, why do you do that to the fish? She said, because my mom taught, that's how my mom taught me how to do it. So she went to her grandmother and asked, "Oh, why do we? Why do you cut the head and tail off of a fish?" Said, "Oh, because my mom used to do that." And then when you go to your mom, grandmother, no. yeah, grandmother, mm. he, yeah, she asked the grandmother, and the grandmother was like, "Oh, it's because I had a small sufuria. Mm. I yeah, <laughs> I had to cut the head and the tail so the fish can fit." I think I've had, um, I think the same version of that, a different version of that story but now in my version it was it was a chicken not fish <laughs> and it was the husband who asked and not the, the kid oh, so it's so it's, a, it's an analogy that's used yeah it's something that it, so it's not a trauma thing that's mm. not so it's a good more of um, the land land behaviors yeah so in a manner like we can say land behavior yeah there's land behavior and there's also like walls or barriers you put up So for instance um one thing I learned uh, about myself uh, while reflecting was there's um that aspect of I, I, my mom was very tough she was not very affectionate so um I found that maybe as I was growing up the thing I realized was never to put like put your emotions out there there was no room for emotions yeah there was no room for emotions mm. it's like when you show emotions it felt like a form of weakness mm. so you see when you you and 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 you were saying this from your own parents yeah yeah mm. specifically from my mom mm. i'd say from my mom because my my dad died when i was really young mm. I, i was like 14 mm. so i i didn't get to have a dad when i was like that formative age Um, a lot of what I saw was through my mom. Like it was my mom who was raising, and not necessarily raising, because I was in boarding for the most part. So Since in a way, yeah. How many years old? Um, class four is how old? Around nine. Nine. Nine ten. Yeah. So around mm. nine ten. Ideally, I'm I'm disconnected from that emotional connection with family. So I I realized it made me very close to interpersonal relationships. I felt like when you connect to someone they easily leave, they easily go away. It's 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 nothing is permanent, it's, it's temporary. As I was getting old I found that even in relationship, women, mm. friends, it was always like that. I always it's not something I do 
consciously mm-hmm. but i when i look back i see it's um things that i put up barriers when i was a kid you see that maybe that's how i can explain things that you learn when you're a kid that mm-hmm. can come to affect okay. you when you're gro- growing up so you feel um that those uh, those childhood um behaviors that you picked up still affect you to date yeah yeah uh, not that we're talking about personal development so is that something that you would wish to address yes surely it's something that i've deliberately um like started addressing it's not easy because it's more than 20 years of something so how are you doing that um i can say like maybe in terms of friends i i i, I don't you know when maybe when you're invited to stuff the first knee jerk reaction is no. i don't need to go yeah no, no. <laughs> so <laughs> the first reaction is no i'll go let me go let me do it like get out of my comfort zone and do it and it's in relation to something i i read i talked to you earlier it's a book by jonathan haidt called the happiness hypothesis it he gives you an example of the brain the brain has two parts there's the limbic system and the neocortex so the limbic system is the part of your brain you're going to check and this is myself we get yeah you don't know what we are pouring out our heart and this is men they start laughing at you <laughs> so the limbic system if i feel hungry i'll eat that's the part of your basic needs food eat fear run like those things mm. so it's like impulsive part and the jonathan jonathan haid calls that the elephant of your brain so elephant to mean i'll, like I'll bring the larger it. part okay. no no I'll, i'll bring it home okay, okay so the then there's the neocortex which is the rational part of your brain so it's the part that rears in your limbic system that is always going wild so it's like telling you you want to eat 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 but because you know you have to be healthy don't overeat so mm. that part that tells you don't overeat that's the neocortex in that sense the neocortex is called the rider so the elephant will always try to go wherever it wants to go the rider will always try to stop it from going where it wants but it's a like a wild thing unhappiness comes when those parts of your brain are always in like a disagreement but what he was trying to explain to us is try and train your brain so for instance um like that's what i'm saying when your friends want to invite to mm-hmm. something for me now mm-hmm. and the first instinct is to go no try to train your brain to say let's just go and try and see how everything will come out mm. it's like getting yourself out of your comfort zone try to work um try to train that elephant yeah mm. uh, to not always be directing it it wants to so so you're sort of you're sort of um retraining your brain yeah i'm sort of yeah exactly retraining my brain to like do away with all those things i learned all those years ago mm-hmm. which have always been my comfort zone up to now um and maybe at some point um assuming it's i don't know how how do you know you're depressed <laughs> well when you're depressed you know you're depressed <laughs> do you know you're depressed yes you know you're depressed because of course you're going to notice the changes in your in your mood um you're going to see the changes in your sleeping patterns um your anxiety your willingness to like even even the things you used to enjoy you're not enjoying them anymore so when you notice that but maybe for someone maybe who doesn't who's never been depressed before they will not know what's going on 
But yeah. once once you've understood what depression is, you can. So um, what if your whole life was that? How will you know you are living something different? Like to you, that's normal. It's a difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but mm. I feel like, mm. oh, for instance, for me, like I'm saying, learning. Uh, I think the key thing I learned is there's learning and unlearning, and learning is also a part of life. Yeah, but uh, maybe just just speaking from your own story, um, so you sat down. Uh, yourself, you've seen um, that there are some things that are stopping me from being a better person. You've asked yourself, what, where did this come from? And you've retraced your steps. You've seen this probably came from uh, my childhood, and it was because, because maybe probably because of one, two, three. And you have decided you're going to do something about it. And now, what you are describing to us is what you are doing about it. Yes, or the beginnings of what I'm doing about the it. beginnings of being, or, of a, yeah. Because what 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 I want to pick out is um, that conscious part of like knowing yourself that um, myself as Kabingu, um, I'm like this. I don't like doing one, two, three, um, and this is stopping me from being um, a better person. Maybe in my relationships, maybe in my career, and you have decided to do something about it uh, because I feel like uh, before anything is done. There needs to be that intention to do it, and getting to the point where that intention is clear, there needs to be a certain level of self-awareness. Because the person who does not know they're sick will not go looking for a doctor. Um, so suppose if you never knew you had a problem, you will never bother to maybe even do things differently. So maybe let me just ask: So is this affecting um, your personal relationships only, or is it also affecting your career, like some of those very important? aspects of your life uh, that's a good question um career yes there's, there's sometimes um i don't know if this is still part of it i i usually have that lack of ambition in a way like my lack of ambition is not that i don't want to work but it's um i only want to work enough like maybe in a month if i've made enough to uh, to maybe get rent um have some little extra maybe even if it's in two weeks in the month sometimes i don't feel like i need to work anymore like i'm content with that so i don't know if it's still part of it i'm usually confused by that um that that reminds me of something um i read in um jb's book uh Jordan Peterson you know there are people who are commenting na mentioning Jordan Peterson I was trying to avoid uh, mentioning Jordan Peterson because he's become like yeah. uh, another Jesus or something mm-hmm. yeah. at least love to mesema Jonathan Hyde there's something new <laughs> yeah there's something new <laughs> yeah. thank God for that yeah. um so there's something he was saying that in in sociological studies there's been this findings that um in the people in the men that did not have sufficient male attention maybe from their early teens to their early adulthood they tended to lack ambition they tended to just do things for the moment but the other guys who sort of had some level of attention from male figures they tended to think more about the future and plan for it maybe put some more effort in their schoolwork yeah but that, that's, that's just the thought that I came to probably mind. yeah i think that, that's true um Maybe for me growing up I I don't think I had a lot of male male like male figures in my life if I come to think of it mm-hmm. like my older brother is extremely extremely old 
he's like 14 years older than me i think 14 13 years older than me so by the time i, I like I, i came to understand myself he's already out of the house um my dad died young like i said i died when i was young and so it's just me and my mom um i i don't know my mom didn't my mom comes from an all girl family my dad's side of the family is not close so we i didn't get to meet my uncles so it's just me and society so yeah it's like you're drawn into you, society your peers and society yeah, mostly i think greatest influence on me was my peers of of course not all but there's that tendency um but it's true to for me guys. like i feel it you feel it's true yeah for i feel it's true for me mm. that having that um father figure uh that guy who um leads you guides you through your that kind tumultuous age mm. of adolescence and any um growing up it's it's really important so i think i feel like i liked i, I liked some of that and maybe as i'm growing up stuff i'm i'm realizing like maybe how you i know i again i know we talk about jordan peterson a lot but guys like those you find that <clears throat> they're telling you stuff that you feel like i i should have learned this at some point you wonder why you've never like had these things before in your life it's like i've had them mm. but i don't know why it makes more sense like uh I feel like he's articulating them more yeah he's more clearly yeah. so i don't know if it's the tone of voice i don't know definitely <laughs> not the tone of voice <laughs> yeah um yeah like i said but um it's something i noticed and um like i said uh, friendships it's a, a, a big barrier or it's something i've struggled struggled with because mm. my li- my life i always see as friend i have always seen as friendships as something temporary mm. so it's like uh, why what what what's the point of me investing in it yes i i can be in that moment i can be a friend in that moment mm. but eventually i'm i'm i have always had that mindset of it will always at some point it's going to end mm. so It's like I never commit 100%. You're also mentioning about your career how yeah um, have you seen that yeah, play ca- out. Yeah, career it's like I have no um, I think the part of having no ambition oh, okay, is Okay, okay, that's the career part. Yeah, the mm-hmm. career part is having no ambition and it doesn't necessarily mean I don't work. I work, I just work now. You do work very hard. Yeah, I work yeah. but it's usually at some point like yeah, I have my full-time job I do. I work well in that full-time job. Sometimes I have side hustles that I do. But at if uh, maybe in this month I feel like okay, I'm I'm content with the amount I made this. Like maybe if uh one project goes through, yeah, you'll be very content and yeah, not yeah. think of Yeah, yeah, I'm like okay, I'm, mm. I'm fine with this. Mm. Um sometimes people can actually call me and say, "Oh, okay, Kevo, you want to there's a job here. Mm. Will you mind come and coming and doing it?" I'm like, "I don't feel like doing it." in my heart i I'm, i'm not feeling it at all mm. so um i don't know there's those mornings where you as, that's why i was asking you before how do you know something is depression or is just something you learned over time because it's like i'm waking up mm. i'm feeling i don't want to do like in life like i'm feeling there's nothing i am aspiring to mm. do with my life like that's, that's definitely depression yeah That's, that's depression that's that's definitely depression yeah okay yes. so, so and it's like then what would you say like for you um 
what's uh, is you, what's your end goal like that's something that's always intrigues me like i'm always thinking what is everyone else working to working towards some would say mm-hmm. families some would say those can happen mm. but is wh- what is what's it's like i know it's a big question it's like mm. asking what's the meaning of life mm. so it, that's it's basically the, asking what's the meaning of life yeah it's, that's, <laughs> that's the question you're asking yeah, yeah, yeah. just using different words yeah 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 it's but a hard maybe, question maybe, maybe just to guide my thoughts um from the subject matter <laughs> that we're discussing which is personal development i think for me personal development is a uh, a question of um how can i be better um of course that assumes knowledge of my current uh, position which is not always very clear um on the personal end sometimes in terms of career some things are um are, are very clear because of course there are things um that uh guide you to that of course you can't lie to yourself about how much money you make <laughs> uh you can't lie to yourself about the goals that you had and how far you are in achieving them so that sort of offers like uh, i think that uh, i used to measure where i am what am i doing um where do i want to be so actually well when when i mentioned about personal development um I just wanted to I just wanted us to think around how people go through these things and I think I'm just realizing it's very different for for different people uh because for me I might feel um like the most important um aspect of in my personal development uh box is maybe on the career end but for in your end maybe you may feel that maybe that interpersonal end is something that needs a lot of effort and focus but i think i also I also like to think of it as holistically in the sense of when i want to move forward in life it's not just me and my career that's moving forward because i'm not my career i'm not uh, i'm not the amount of money i make um i am a lot of things i'm not my hair <laughs> uh, i'm not so sure about that <laughs> okay similar 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 to what you have so interpersonally um career wise um my responsibilities um at church my responsibilities to my family maybe my siblings and my parents because i see them as duties and responsibilities and things that um ought to be done um in a certain way and based on where i am right now by own by my own judgment and estimation i am not doing um the best job that could be done so there's still some more that could be done so for me uh, the question of personal development is um how can i be better in the things that i am called to do um like right now i'm i'm an employee uh, my employer expects um deliverables from me how am i delivering this um how can i do better on this how can i be better skilled to serve my uh my employer because this is where i am right now because i'll not be here forever uh yeah in that in, in that sense so that's that's personal development uh for me but i think that that what you are talking about that drive to work towards something what you've said mm. is stuff i i i do i can say i do mm. 
um but it implies um working towards something yeah that so requires... what's the point of what uh, all these things i'm doing it's i think that's always the question at the back of my mind yes i know if it's i make some money i need to take care of my mom um i have those responsibilities when it comes to responsibilities still i usually do them uh, like to where it's not going above and beyond you know i know it's like is if, if this is what is needed that's what i have to do but at the end of the day and maybe something i i, I said earlier uh that um connection to things connections to people maybe for me is what hinders me because mm. i think like um like you said um you working towards something when you have like a deep connection maybe you have that familiar connection mm. there's there's a drive for you yeah. to try and yeah. make sure my family is all right mm. so um, for me i think that's why i'm trying to work on like you said personal because mm. i'm thinking that's a big hindrance towards um me having that drive i think this something i've come to appreciate is um as a responsible person there are burdens you're going to have to bear whether you want to or not whether you're feeling it like oh whether you for instance let's assume you're a parent you have this child they're young um they're just demanding and needy they're not helping you in any way but you are the parent you it's upon you to be there it's your duty to provide for that child to protect that child um to feed it to nurture it and and that's a duty so even even on the days when you will not be feeling like it that is something that you are required to do and you must do and i think in life um for any responsible person you're going to have to take a similar approach so just know like even even the stoics were big on 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 the practicalities of life just know this is what needs to be done get it done <laughs> you don't need to know so why there's, there's no bigger thing is just these are the things that need to be done you have to do them much of it is so complicated because you're going to you're going to have to get into the meaning of life philosophy the questions of god yeah i think that's why maybe i gravitate towards those things a lot because you you want to know why yeah I'm... yeah it's like yeah, it's knowing the why Mm. and it's like knowing the why why am i here all those questions yeah i'm a big philosophy guy so i i, I go to those things a lot maybe it's in to answer why am i here why am i here to do what um is asked of me uh, if you ask me that's that's a disability because <laughs> because the world is not logical if you want to move through life in a reasonable and logical way you're not going to get anywhere so many things we do are not logical If you are to act purely on logic you live in a very awkward life but but, but you saying that <clears throat> it's like um I feel on I can also flip it and say if that's true I can do I can also not do those responsible things if the world doesn't ask me of them now you see you're trying to be logical <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to be logical you just do what needs to be done <laughs> so just do them and keep quiet shut up <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's true i i am I'm, i'm liking that whole journey of personal um um personal growth um personal development that's the what we're saying yeah. personal development um so far i've been liking it because um 
for me i think in terms um maybe i don't know if people believe this uh those personality type things i i realize that there's usually it's not something people believe in or not i mean those are facts there's a kind of dispute if there's a kind of dispute with them i figured out that for most of maybe my life i've been living in the darker version of that personality type oh, and okay, this is scary now <laughs> <laughs> no it's like um so i'm an enfp so the the darker version of an enfp when i think stuff happens in life uh tragic is it's not like tragedy like things that go wrong in their life mm. it's they usually re- go into like that in, introverted self-loathing side of their life because mm. we and do- I think that's actually a very dark place to be because you you question what's the meaning of all this and you come to in a sense if you linger in that space for a very long time come to hate life yeah and uh, especially for me like i noticed that because um specifically like for relationships with women i'd realize whenever I'd you keep talking about women no because you know it's not how many they are it's not how many they are it's something um okay okay That's i noticed note. <laughs> i get it. but it's not how many they are it's like um when i get to that point i'm starting to feel happy in a relationship i that's the point i start self sabotaging myself and like uh, he mm. it won't last uh, mm. so i personally what i do i start doing bad things <laughs> so that they hate me so they leave me and i don't mm. leave them so i'll be the villain of your relationship and they leave me and go away but it's all a self fulfilling prophecy <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's like yeah it's like a self it's like i prophesied it and i did it so it's uh, it's like i'm a fam- uh, like i'm confirming in my mind mm. something i did so it's it, it's not like a prophecy it's something that but, i put in my mind to know, do that, you know very interestingly you know you know what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> and this yes, is, give it give it to me <laughs> and this is and this is the thing about human beings we are very conscious beings and we know what's wrong with ourselves because like you you're here talking and you're telling us you're describing the problem very accurately yes it's it's personal growth so you're talking about things you've learned very accurately <laughs> uh but now the question becomes eh? what what then is the disconnect what i think the disconnect is um comfort zones you know if you've lived in um this you've lived in a certain way like i don't know if you identify that's you in a way it's usually hard to come out of it uh, maybe it's the best way i can um explain to you is maybe like an addiction so when you're addicted to a drug it's usually hard to get out of that cycle of being addicted to that drug no matter how much you want not to do that thing you find yourself always going back to that thing there's a book i'm reading now <clears throat> it's called charter it's um it's it's just about the voices in your your head and i i do understand there are people not not voices like i'm hearing i'm not schizophrenic but it's like the normal conversations you have in your head because um i i usually find that i usually have a lot of self destructive thoughts and self destructive in terms of 
self-destructive in terms of maybe like I said work I don't want to that ambition uh, part of okay. yeah you mean self sabotaging yeah okay self sabotaging mm-hmm. okay self-destructive ni mbaya yeah that's all self sabotaging yeah yeah so I think that's a better word and so it's like taming that voice in your head mm-hmm. and something I learned was probably for my one I I do know that not everyone has an inner voice please look that up I want to talk about it Uh really yeah there are people who don't have an inner voice how do they live they usually see their thoughts are more in terms of pictures and they don't have that voice oh yeah it's something i learned recently i didn't know I so there are people who don't like show, yeah mm. so they, they are describing like maybe you could be one how do you think but this is another podcast okay 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 let's just stick to your personal yeah. problems yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, there are people who don't have inside voices. Mm-hmm. You can look it up on uh, internet or wherever. But uh, so a question. So what, what steps are you taking towards? I'm assuming you have a goal. So have you, let me ask you, have you sort of pictured um, in your mind so like the kind of person you want to become? Like, do you have an aim that this is... This is precisely the kind of person I want to be such that do you have that clear vision of where 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 you want to go That's a good question I don't think I do And why I don't I don't know I don't think I do I'm just in that process of for, I don't know it's first trying to figure out what's wrong with me before I like it's just getting back to zero like I'm in negative mm. get back to zero Then on a, I'm at zero. I, I, I see that person I want to be. But that's a good question. I don't think I've really sat down and thought about what the the type of person I want to be. And maybe when I think about the type of person I want to be, everything that comes to my head is the type of person society wants me to be. I know it means I could sound like the work. <laughs> no, but it, it, that's... I don't know some my my mind works in a weird way. Mm. Uh, oh, the point I wanted to say was naimepotea <laughs> tena. There's no one to go and Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, it, it it was just there. I just remembered. Um, okay, the reason why I asked that question um was because it it is said by psychologists, uh, people who clearly know better than we do <laughs> that um your life tends to organize your itself around your aims once you specify your aim and once you clarify your goals and you are set on achieving that your life sort of tends to coalesce around your aims and and goals so sort of like the the first one of the very first uh, steps now after like you know ask uh, what's wrong with yourself but i think but i think maybe as a as a, as a detour, I think that's a very deep question. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, asking yourself what's wrong with me. Yeah. I think I think all religious stories they revolve around in that. A great, in, in a very significant extent try to answer that question. Yeah. So I think um spending so much time on that you may not get very far. Yeah, that's true. Uh so anyway, I was saying um oh, yeah, I was just saying about how um it is said that your life your, uh, like organizes itself around uh, the aims you have and the goals and and the vision of your life yeah so yeah i guess maybe that's something that needs to be clear because for me um 
I also wouldn't say I've had the clearest picture although I do have I definitely do have um an image of the kind of person I want to be and thankfully with each passing day that vision becomes clearer and clearer uh and and that and that makes life easier because you know what um you want and when something is not serving that purpose you will know and then you have to you know have have a meeting with yourself and decide uh, do I really want to 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 I think now that you've said it strangely enough mm. that's how I that's how I do my things like okay okay so how, how <laughs> exactly do you do your things <laughs> so, like I usually know um my go- okay my goal in life or it's it okay maybe career wise I think probably for career I, I I I I have a better grasp of it maybe personal life not it's like for me like I know my field is maybe film and telling stories mm. so when I find that maybe a, a, an opportunity shows up mm. those are usually the questions I ask myself does this opportunity mm. lead me to uh, achieving that greater goal I want to do If no, I don't take it. If yes, I take it. So in terms mm. of career, in I'm, terms of career you sort of have that. Yeah, I sort of have. Out. Yeah, I have mm. that figured out. So maybe or for the for the other parts of life is mm. where it's usually a struggle with me mm. in terms of like no your person now like who? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So um so maybe some of these things I've been doing subconsciously and mm. not knowing but i think that first step of um personal development personal growth is mm. discovering who you are and not what people tell you who you are mm. and from that trying to figure out what your purpose is and maybe back to what i was saying about that book of <clears throat> jonathan hyde mm-hmm. is the there's that part of oh, he, there's a part you're talking about that limbic part of your brain might be wants to be a soccer player but the rational part of your brain wants to do corporate mm-hmm. so who do you listen to so what is what is the uh, what is that drive that thing that when you do every day will make you happy or that thing you think you want to do every day and maybe circling back to a recent Pixar movie called Soul I don't know if you have watched it mm, no okay soul is about this teacher oh, spoiler alert for anyone who has not watched it he's a teacher he's a music teacher who teaches elementary school mm-hmm. um uh, at this point he's been teaching elementary school for a, a while you mean primary school yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's primary school yeah you know we are so american i mean yeah the show is american so that's why i was using elementary elementary schools yeah we have primary schools <laughs> so <our> primary school <laughs> and uh at some point um he gets this big break he's been waiting for this big break mm-hmm. he gets this big break to like play in a band or this lady gives it's it's like is a big opportunity if you are a musician you've never gotten that opportunity all your life you're like in your 40s mm. and this opportunity shows up so that night he's supposed to perform he dies like when that opportunity you've been looking forward to all your life 
happens, he dies. <clears throat> so he goes to if you are Christian, I don't know, he goes to where souls are. And in this place where souls are there, they divide souls in terms of souls of children who are supposed to come to earth to be born. Mm-hmm. And now the older souls, you are assigned like younger souls to teach them so that they can get a personality. So that they go down to earth. Okay, long story short, at the end of the movie, he gets an opportunity to come back to life because he teaches a young soul how to accept to come to earth to be born. And when he goes to play, it's the message is the important part, not okay, okay. <laughs> let's get to the moral of the okay, story. Okay, the moral of the story was mm-hmm. when he's um, at the end when he goes to play, he figures out that whatever he always wanted to do is not what he wanted. His joy always came from teaching the kids. Mm. So it's usually <clears throat> that struggle of there's always that part of you. It's like figuring out there's always that part of you um, that always there's something you think you want. Yeah. So it's figuring out is this something that I think I want? What I really want is that me? So that's usually the hard part. Nimesa how what this whole point was about but i know maybe someone has so getting successful you confused <laughs> yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah i'm confused yeah i'm confused myself yeah so maybe that it was <clears throat> i was thinking about that like figuring out your true purpose and what you think your purpose is differentiating between those two maybe that's one struggle i i have as as well uh, on top of your, everything else your true purpose yeah Whoa. I don't think that's what we are talking about here. That's a very religious <laughs> okay, question. <sir. laughs> that's a but, very but still, question. But still, in terms of personal growth. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, well, yes, there's that. I don't... Yeah, that's true. You have a point. There's, I, you cannot separate that because um, actually even to assume any meaning to personal development or any value to any effort you are presupposing a very religious worldview and so many assumptions about um about the universe uh, because you you will you will assume that whatever you're doing has value you will assume that um, the people that you maybe want to have better relationships with have uh, dignity because you want to treat them better you're assuming so many things um and I feel like that's a very lengthy discussion. I think what yeah. we're focusing on here <laughs> is, is personal growth. <laughs> yeah, it's just personal growth. Those those minor steps um, on how to get. I think they're minor how steps. That's, how that's going? <laughs> it's complicated. I don't well, think it's yes, easy. Yes, I don't yes, tell any, anyone it's easy. But I think one thing I've found very useful, um, at least in my life, um, is this approach where um, this one percent um, approach where you make tiny changes to your life. Um, and one idea again from JB um, is that the things that you do every day are the most important. And, you know, how you spend your days, that's how you live your life. <laughs> you know, because I, I don't know, I don't know if I'm the only one, but sometimes our brains can trick us into thinking, um, like an example, hey, I'm not, I'm not lazy. 
like I would not describe myself as a lazy person but then if you check how I spend my days um I wake up late um I'm only productive say maybe only 3 hours then I waste um the rest of the time and it never crosses my mind that I am a lazy person but when I start to examine how have I spent today how did I spend yesterday how do I plan to spend tomorrow and you find that there's no substance <laughs> and then it just dawns on you that you are one huge lazy person <laughs> Agree that's a that's a very good point. It's you you can get complacent when that goal seems really far. Like I have like 20 years to have my kids go to college, have their own kids. It's it feels like a very far away goal. But if I break it down into daily tasks, maybe today I've achieved this. Today um I've made steps to talk to that girl. Tick. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. So like you say full putting it's it's not but the inverse is also doesn't work because you become complacent. You settle. And um again it goes back to that ha- happiness hypothesis I was telling you. The the pursuit of nini happiness mm. is found in the pursuit of happiness. When you're pursuing ah, that yes. thing you want yeah, to do. Yeah. Yeah so finding those ha- small moments of happiness I'm not saying like today you tick tomorrow you tick maybe d- having those two miles small milestones mm. in your overall goal mm. and look I'm the one who is giving this point I'm saying I don't understand my life and things I'm supposed to do but you know, actually <laughs> I think our listeners are going to be very confused They'll be very confused <laughs> um, when we are starting out you had nothing figured out <laughs> And right now you are cursing <laughs> all of us. <laughs> <laughs> like wow. <laughs> But, yeah. This is this is um what's what's this called? I think this is um self therapy on record. Yeah. Like you you've taken yourself <laughs> to therapy. Uh you you've brought your problems, you've you've brought your solutions and now you have qualified and you're now um helping us <laughs> yeah. but i think it's just that part of growth it's stuff i've learned especially i think during this time of covid because i had more introspective moments i had to think about um my life so yes i think the nitty-gritties and details about how i can get to that point um in my life to achieve that goal i i kind of have an idea the problem is finding the that drive. this drive mm. and drive comes with me figuring out what I'm supposed to do like that part okay, of wait so so you <laughs> have you have the goal and the goal is clear i don't have the goal so the goal what is what i don't have so i have the i know how to it's like i know how to achieve a goal so like you're saying the knowledge i'm giving people okay it's like i know how uh-huh. to achieve a goal so you're teaching us how to do something yeah i'm teaching you how to do something I've never done but it. you have no idea what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's for me is mm. like the 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 hard part which I'm telling the listeners is you knowing what your goal is. I I'm giving you the like working on how you can achieve it. But what is your goal? You figuring it out. I don't know if I remember 
past I, one time I was in EBC pastor Ken was talking about having that struggle of wanting to be a minister mm. and I think going into corporate I don't mm. remember it really well but at some point he made that decision to be a minister mm. so it's like something like that a, a crisis like that in your life it's like trying to figure out what path you have to take in your life then applying this thing these goals you need to do to achieve that things uh, <clears throat> but then again i feel like that assumes that um <coughs> the goal that we are talking about here is something external um like say um achieving a certain level in my career um but i'm also thinking about this other personal goals like for instance for myself i want to be a better person um personally there's a proverb that says that it's it's in the book of proverbs um that says it's better to rule your spirit than to rule a city and and what that means is rather how i understand it to mean is that having that self control and having that solid character is far much better than being someone who is known to be a person of character or to be someone who is esteemed when they are really not of any substance in their personal and private uh, lives and and it's very easy to to have that uh, front of a certain kind of person so for me and right now actually a very significant part of my personal development is how can i be a better person and thinking of christ who was the perfect man how can i be more like christ every day um so if this means um studying the life of Jesus and how he lived on earth how he dealt with people and seeking to emulate that uh listening keenly to um what he said we should do um and seeking to do that um what he said we should not do and trying to emulate that so that that constant private pursuit of the better man it could be then at that point even even when the whole world around me does not see me as maybe a ceo or um or someone with a lot of power i will sleep with a very happy conscience knowing that um i'm a better person each day and that i'm becoming better and that my tomorrow is will be better because interestingly or oh, this just reminds me um the whole point this is something JB also discussed at length okay i just finished reading his book this week so those ideas are still very fresh in my mind 12 rules for life um where he talks about um he talks about actually consciousness as the discovery of time in the sense of like human beings are the only animals that um save for tomorrow like we are the only animals that think of worry about tomorrow and we plan 
um about tomorrow and he, and, and actually he even says um what we see um human beings about sharing human beings sharing what they have with their neighbor is is also part of that larger scheme to care about tomorrow because you know if i take care of my neighbor today tomorrow he's going to take care of me when i will be in need that awareness of time that the future can be better because of what we do today is a significant element uh, in personal development because otherwise if 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 i if if i knew for a fact that nothing i do today will change my tomorrow i do not i don't think i don't think i will i will do anything to change that but because we have seen um and this is something that has for those who believe in evolution Uh, <laughs> for those who believe in evolution i've had it said that um um okay yeah so in in evolutionary thinking yeah in evolutionary biology or whatever that this is something that we have learned from all those many years of of evolution that um if you that if you take care of some things today then your tomorrow will be better if you harvest a lot of food today instead of eating all of it if you save some you're going to have food food tomorrow that's that's the same concept that right now um i'm not the best i could be and if i don't do anything about it my tomorrow will not be as happy as it could be so i will wish for my tomorrow to be okay i know you happy the word happy but that should not be mistaken to mean that happiness is the goal of life i actually don't believe in that but so what i'm what i'm all i'm saying is that my tomorrow will be better than it is today so essentially yeah essentially what that means is what i do today has an impact for my tomorrow and and it has to take and it takes some level of um faith and lots of religious assumptions actually to yeah I think that, I that that part of being part of something greater than yourself also does help in a way it's not because if i don't have that it's just me that mm, the world yeah you definitely have to believe in something bigger than yourself because otherwise why would you do anything yeah that's true mm. i think from what you've said i've got a lot of insight and maybe it, it has helped me because uh, i'm i'm feeling like that bit of when you do things don't mm. think that you you're going against people mm. society yeah society mm. you're doing them against yourself and maybe that's why jesus was saying i'm not a theologian but i'm thinking like that those moments the thoughts in your head when you you can see from thoughts in your head because mm. it's it's you having a i want to for lack of a better word say having a contract with yourself and you're only responsible to yourself but your responsibility for yourself is for the betterment of everyone else precisely and actually um that is because of how human beings are social because we are very social beings because for instance um we are just the two of us here uh if you so let me just let me use myself as an example if if i were to be a better person myself um they, i will impact my your life positively and all the people that interact with you um there's a chance that they would also be impacted positively 
if my good acts towards you um impact you positively and then those people um and all the people uh, connected to them if they also impact them positively the whole society will be better far much better yes that's that's true so so i think so i think i was just saying i just wanted to say that i agree with you when you say that um to work on yourself is to improve society and actually this reminds me of a quote i read in i read um that says that the inauthentic individual corrupts the state that sentence has never the inauthentic individual corrupts the state yes and he was saying that whenever you have an individual that has consciously chosen the path of lies they will corrupt so many people on their path such that the entire state will be corrupt I think when you said it I was just thinking of Kibe. You don't know why? Kibe. Kibe and uh, Kibe the guy from Nini. Andy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so so you saying he's corrupting uh, I, I think so. I think so. I but I don't want to get yeah, into that. I agree with you. Yeah, I, I think that guy is corrupting. It's just what came to my but, mind but the entire media has, has has the media done any good? No, I I I think um the I don't want to get into media because the whole uh, podcast is about personal growth. Media yourself. <laughs> In a way, I'm I'm more on the more positive side of media. <laughs> We try to make people have train people to be good, make their lives better. So um, so that's just uh, by the way. What it's just what like uh, what came to my mind when you're saying about the inauthentic individual. Someone like Andy, you know that you brought him up, and now that you're saying about how maybe he went through something, um, and that changed his entire perspective on relationships. My hypothesis is actually it's true that something happened to Andy. Maybe he. He was in a relationship with a lady that really broke his heart or maybe um several women who um treated him in a certain way we we don't know but then how he how he comes out against um women it's in a very unhealthy way and how i see that is um I see that as a kind of person who has been unable to deal with um their suffering. I think we were talking before we started recording the podcast about how life is suffering. Um and that's that's a fact of life. <laughs> um I think any religious um story has that as one of its fundamental tenets. Um the Buddhists um state actually very clearly that life is suffering and the whole point of life is to escape suffering. <laughs> uh Christians um are not so direct about it but they illustrate it actually very clearly. At the center of the Christian philosophy and idea is the person of Christ, the son of God, perfect and sinless, dying on the cross, being persecuted, suffering. So suffering is not um is not something new it's not something that we can teach our kids to avoid um it's something that is there when you're born it's something that you face it's something that 
it's a fact of life and part of that is um, i mean part of the reason of that is limitation i mean we are limited in in our power we are limited in in what the things that we can do um like if if i loved one of mine somewhere were to get into a problem right now no matter how much i want to to, to help them i can't and that will cause me so much pain and anguish i'm limited yeah it's because we are recording at night that's what it means <laughs> we'll be there thinking <laughs> okay yeah, yeah you won't be able to go <laughs> but, but still there is little i can do like also the example uh, we were talking about earlier about a sick child there's nothing there's nothing as uh, i don't know what's the word but nothing um, there are situations you'll find in life that there's nothing you can do about it yeah like and and one of those is having a sick child like a child you know we we tend to think of children as innocent um like they deserve no no wrong thing but then you have a sick child and you wonder what what did this child do to deserve this kind of of pain and suffering and those are the kind of questions that just bring you to that realization of life and being itself so okay i think i lost my trail of thought but <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, maybe i think um as we are winding up um the last bits this is going, probably going to be a very long podcast I hope um you stuck till the end but maybe the final things personally I think it was I felt like there was a breakthrough for me um I like I don't know it's maybe I needed to say those things so that I can you know those how you say it so you can understand it better mm. so maybe I I felt that I think the the point of um what you said about um working on yourself helps uh, helps society so even that part of me that was struggling with like <clears throat> figuring out what i want to do or who, who, what is the end goal I, i think that's a good mini for me like i know when i'm working on myself or whatever i'm doing for myself first it's um remember it's a contract with myself so when i set things to do i should remember that and also whatever i do to myself to better myself in the end it helps society when i'm i'm, I'm becoming that better person so it's like get out of your comfort zone like you said we are social creatures humans are social creatures if as much as i want to say that i don't want to connect with people at the end of the day it's not good for me it's definitely not good for you yeah so i should uh, as much as i can um try work on myself i think that goal of working on, on yourself to better humankind is kind of a goal because whatever you do be it work i'll always do the best kind of work because i know it's the the right thing to do for maybe if it's my my boss corporate everything everyone will be happy i have a responsibility to that so if it's in relationships be deliberate um like um not having those you said distractive 
destructive word. What? What did I say? <laughs> he said I shouldn't use the word destructive thoughts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sabotaging thoughts. Yeah, because it's really yeah. self-sabotaging. Yeah. So mm. uh always think about that when I'm I'm doing things. It won't only hurt me; it will also hurt the other person. Mm. Sometimes I'm just avoiding um that conversation, that tough conversation. Mm. Yeah. So always think about that. So for me, I, I I've learned a lot. You've we through the talking, through me contradicting myself, through the podcast. <laughs> no, but you know, actually. <laughs> Um, that's how that's how our brains work like it's the same thing with 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 writing when you write down your thoughts um it helps you clarify your own thoughts because you you know sometimes we make this assumption that we know ourselves far from the truth we have no idea what we ourselves are like you don't know yourselves anymore yourself any more than i know you um and the same thing for me so i think and this is where like now this sort of talking and having this conversation this back and forth it it helps to clarify things um because even for me i think right now there are some things i can see a bit more clearly and i think that's that's something very important uh, but as as i said before something that is still is still very big for me is um being the kind of person that can shoulder real responsibility being the kind of person that can bear real burdens because that's essentially the meaning of life life is bearing burdens so yeah be be the kind of person that can bear burdens properly i don't think i can i don't have anything else to add and maybe that's a good note to end the podcast on it's been a long one if you maybe yeah, have it's, a... it's, it's been a long one and i think about this podcast i think we have taken so many tangents i cannot remember any particular flow of thought that we had yeah but i think pa- that's, perhaps that's the whole nature that's of how conversations are maybe yeah that's how is. conversations are mm. we it's tangents and i don't really think we went to through tangents we only thought we went through tangents but maybe. at the end of <laughs> at the end there's always that point you you you'll remember oh, okay this is what brings it back to personal development mm. So um it's like guys just uh, strive to do it strive to um like improve yourself be better it's not about the person who's looking at you out, out there it's about you if you believe in god you and god um so you, god you that um responsibility you have to yourself or that greater power so always think about that and when that's that's what drives you everything else usually or what i've discovered from what i've talked with tito will like fall into place when you being true to yourself i don't want to say personal truth because it's any wongo but um this what is required of you being true to that having that contract with you having that contract with your your maker god there's that um thing so your contract to nayo everything else will fall into place i think my parting shot as far as personal development is concerned is uh, i think pay attention to those daily habits um and this is something you know i'm telling myself um 
those daily habits, those things that you keep on repeating, pay very, very close attention to those ones because that's where, um, to use these words, um, so either your salvation or damnation lies. Because those are, that's, those are the, the most important aspects of your life. And any change is going to start from those, from those small habits. So, Clean your room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Choose that famous phrase. Start there. Yeah. Uh, if you want to change the world, clean your room. Yeah. Yeah. Organize yeah. your organize your psyche. Um, order your your private world um, as much as possible. Fight. I think I think organizing your private world is is the biggest fight of your life. Jishinde ushinde. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So um okay guys, that's been our episode today. It was a late night. I don't know if it past midnight somewhere. Uh, yeah, is it past midnight? Yeah, so it's eleven. Oh it's eleven, so um so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you have any questions, have any comments, we have our social media on Twitter at the official two mics. You can follow us there. Um, give us feedback, whatever you want to hear, uh, compliments, anything you want to tell us. Please check us out there, and I hope we'll catch you next time. Bye bye.